the Gentleman's Review. Greetings from the Planet Gentleman's Review. It's episode 77. It's a really rushed podcast this time because we want to start drinking yes. and eating yes. and having sex with uh, prostitutes or something. I don't know. Something like that. It's, it's what other people do. To be fair, we have started drinking. Yeah, I'm on the whiskey. Tom's on the whiskey. Yes. We're feeling frisky on the whiskey. I'm feeling slightly <laughs> mellow on the whiskey. <laughs> Well, as I say, this is going to be uh, one of the, our fewer rushed podcasts. We don't usually do those these days. I don't think we've ever done one. It's a surprise podcast, though. Yeah. Because, uh, last time I got confused as to whether we were planning on doing a video podcast or a, or a DVD commentary. Yeah. And we've done neither. So, <laughs> so yeah, surprise. Audio, 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 audio. Oh, that's all weird in my ears. <laughs> Oh, fading down, fading uh. down, fading down. Yeah, you. So you've been out. Uh, you've been uh, touching scouts up and and for beer, haven't you? Yeah, I've been uh, waggling my sword around in a scout hut. Yeah, and it's unusual that we don't normally record. It's uh, twenty-seven minutes past five. We'd normally have done by now. Yes, we'd be well done. I'd be. <laughs> I'd be back home in yeah. fact. I'd have arrived at about one o'clock, and I run around making myself some breakfast probably something like that yeah I like, I like the way you always wait until we get there before you <laughs> before you start your breakfast I, I like a line and I, I sort of push it to the very last moment that I could uh, today I was I was about to go out to the supermarket um, and but I got stuck on the computer doing something so didn't yeah I like that I texted you and said oh I'm, I'm just setting off back you've got a full half hour to Ooh. get to the uh, supermarket before I get back <laughs> yeah. and you were just about to set off when I got here so <laughs> yeah well We'll, uh, we'll get that, out. That thing that you got caught with doing on the computer. Yeah. Was it rude? No, it's no. tragically sad, really. Damn it. Um, tragically, tragically sad. I'll tell you where it is. But there'll be people out there who will be throwing themselves under uh, omnibuses. I won't. I'm, I'm uh, all ears. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad somebody is. <laughs> I was moving my microphone closer as well. I was in such a rush to set up. I can't hear myself. Uh, so, yeah, I was uh, submitting a podcast to various podcast search engines because it got to that time of year when Does the stocks drop off. Exist? They do, yeah. The search engines oh God, with such little self-respect that all they have to do is log the number of people listening to various podcasts. Oh, I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. But yeah, there's only iTunes which, where you stay on there. The rest of them, they just drop off or you disappear. Well, screw um, them. Yeah, that's very strange. But anyway, yes, so we're back again for more um, fun and frolics this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, without Andy once again. Yeah, Andy's uh, getting he's married today. Splitter. Yeah, he's, he's not, he's not what invited us, though. Yeah. Apparently I'm going to embarrass him at his wedding. It's his so. wedding? Yeah, it's his wedding. Oh, right. Yeah. I've, I've, not, I've not picked up on that. Yeah, Lisa doesn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, she was a uh, surprise. Well, she might do by now. Yeah. So what he's done is he uh, got a, a bishop... To sit in the back seat of uh, Lisa's car. Yeah, I sort of bow down next to next to where where Dylan all this sits. Yeah, all right, yeah. And then they're going down the M1, and then she, he was just going to pop up and suddenly marry them. Well, you know, that's romantic. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, I don't know whether can you, can you have like, a dog as a witness I think, legally? I think you should be able to. I mean, they they're quite cute, aren't they? And cuteness is all that counts in witnesses. Yeah, well, that, that dog was a witness in that Agatha Christie uh, book. Oh yes. Mute witness or whatever it was called. Ah, oh, yes. Mute witness or blind... Crippled, <laughs> crippled witness. <laughs> blind person appearing for the defence was the best I could come up with there. 
<laughs> an only afterthought. The, uh, the happy crippled dog witness. Ah, well, if it's good enough for Agatha, it's good enough for Andy, so... Yeah, well, you know... Oh, well, congratulations to them. Yeah, so cheers. I'm going to have a little sip of whiskey. Mm. Mm. It's very peaty. It's very peaty, very isn't peaty, it? peaty, the whiskey. Uh, we're drinking an Ardmore whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send us a couple of cases. Though we drank uh, loads of Bollinger when we first started doing this podcast. Not a single fucking drop of it do we get free. Yeah. Cunts. But, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have a nice malt. A malty malt malt malt. I've been looking through the fringe... Oh, God, yes, yeah. I've been aware. Ah, it, I just through various people on yeah. Twitter that it's, it's now out. So yes, yeah. I got an annoying thing happened. Did it? Yeah, it's tragic. Uh, th- 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 this isn't going to be a very interesting podcast. So you might, well, yeah, you know, it might get interesting later on though. So you, uh, during the story, go make a cup of tea. You know, it's not as if you can't forward through it, but you know, to make to make it feel like you're listening to a proper radio show, j- just go make yourself a cup of tea now. I'm going to tell this very dull story. I paid for uh, a fringe program delivering. Oh, cost three pounds or something like that. Blimey. Um, I don't know why I did, but I just I, it's, it's even pu- uh, published in PDF format on the computer, so it's not as if I couldn't have just downloaded it. Yeah, why didn't you do that? <sighs> I, I like I like papery stuff in my hand. That's three I'm, whole I'm pounds you've squandered. Yeah, you could have like sent that to some charity and. Yeah, it's it's the same. I don't know. Somebody could have done yeah. something with it. It's just, it's the same reason I don't buy a Kindle. I don't I don't mind uh, e-books. I have no problem with them at all. I think they're a great uh, invention. I think they're wonderful. But I I don't buy them because I f- I find reading stuff off screens really annoying. Yeah. Unless it's a tweet which is 140 characters, that's fine. But I just sitting there, I just get a bad headache and um, I don't like it. Uh, so I do- I ordered the program, uh, and it arrived. That's very nice. Sadly, the next day. Another one popped through my letterbox because I've forgotten that I'm a media contact for the Gentleman's Review. Yeah. So we get a free program. Excellent. And so yeah, so I'm, I needn't have spent my three pounds. Ha 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 ha! You can come back from the kitchen now. That boring story's over. Can I have the spare one? Yeah. Woo-hoo. But... So is this? This is for the like paid for stuff, is it? For the fringe? Oh no, for everything. Everything. All oh, right, free fringe. Yeah. Well. Oh, good, good. You gotta, you gotta have. Uh, if you, if you want to do a show in the fringe, you've generally. I think the conditions are that you've got to put your show in the programme. I, I don't know, because in years gone by, I'm sure we've had separate ones for the free stuff. And oh, they do their own, but yeah, you've, you've got to join the French Society. and. and well, I don't know, do I? I'm not Edinburgh <laughs> educated. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Did you not go to Edinburgh Fringe College? No. <laughs> I've not even been to Edinburgh Fringe Primary. I've not even learned how to juggle. <laughs> or stand on stilts and annoy people. Fuck jugglers. Yeah. Crusty jugglers. Yeah. So I was just going to say, I was watching uh, Hot Fuzz again last night <laughs> and did laugh heartily at the phrase crusty jugglers. Human statues and crusty jugglers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, going through it and just looking at some of the shows. And uh, I, I like the shows where the, the obviously the person who's who's um, putting the show on is doing their own graphics. <laughs> which is a bit tragic because I do uh, the graphics to the Gentleman's Review and I can't, can't say that I'm particularly gifted in that area but uh, yeah you're better than many but that I've seen but it's quite funny when you, when you see these kind of pictures of these blokes these fat blokes in front of badly cut out with like uh, courier text next to it sort of <laughs> wobbling slightly going bob bobbly bob 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 mandolin player or something and uh, I think oh god you really should just uh, get somebody who can do a good job of that yeah doesn't everyone just know a guy who can do that kind of stuff I think they must do 
Anybody who can use Photoshop can do it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's difficult. It's not too tricky. <laughs> no. You've got the various grades of things, though. People, any, anyone who, who just uses Times New Roman is an ass. Yeah. Because that's generally your default. Yeah. Or alternatively, there's that, there's that new one, Calibri or whatever, that uh, seems to be the new uh, default for a Microsoft. Yeah, that's weird. So either of them is lazy. If you use Arial, you're boring. Mm. If you use Comic Sans, you need smacking. <laughs> uh, and if you're using Papyrus, then really there's, there's no hope for you. No. And, and no one uses anything other than those fonts anyway. So. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I did take the piss out of uh, an Edinburgh flyer um, the other day. I did actually point at it and laugh and go, ha ha ha, you're an Edinburgh flyer. <laughs> you're an Ed- no, I, uh, w- I'm setting up a new podcast for um, Edinburgh which will so that we can broadcast pretty much just from my phone. Woo-hoo. Wherever we are, and uh, this did sound impressive. Uh, and it's with SoundCloud. Thank you, SoundCloud. You gave us a big old free account for this. Thank you, SoundCloud. So we will be mentioning you quite a lot, I yes. think. Um, I'd imagine so. Yeah. So they very kindly just contacted me and said, uh, "You're going to Edinburgh. I think you might be of use to us." Um, so yes. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, so I, I created a graphic as I do for all our podcasts, uh, and just took the piss out of uh, the standard Edinburgh flyer. With, oh, with using sort of times you, I think I use courier, <laughs> mixed with another font and then another font. You know, just just you know, just to sort of make it feel right. Well, that's going to make us popular. Popular. Excellent. <laughs> so are we are we um, just uh, going to see random things this year, or do we have a plan? Oh, I never plan. No, that's good. No, that's me personally. I mean, the fact is, you and Andy can do what you want. I mean, it's you can go and see stuff you want. Um, I generally just wander around getting drunk. <laughs> But you suggested we were going to have a day where we we're going to yeah. split up and, and review some. Uh, yeah, I think that might be f- things. fun. We, we, my, my, the idea was that because um, I lo- love the free fringe and I think it's a brilliant thing, and it's wonderful that you can just walk into shows, um, you know, uh, walk into a venue and there's also like, in, a pretty much a show in an hour. Mm. So the idea was do we just take split the map up into three of of Edinburgh or the area that's mm. actually showing. You know, we don't go to Leith or something like that. And we just wander around. We we just see three or four shows. So it's like that's like four hours, and then we meet back up and we just talk about them. So we stay in the same place and see like shows that come in the same venue. Oh, you could do, yeah, can... yeah, yeah, and just sit there drinking. Because I mean, if it's up to me, then I'll yeah. be going to see the shows that have got ladies in them. <laughs> oh right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I might might see if I can find anyone with limber men in. But sadly, they don't get really onto the free fringe. They just uh, usually men shouting about. Being old and incontinent and that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, I think last the last two years all free fringe stuff that we've seen. I don't think there were any women <laughs> at all. So, <laughs> not that I'm saying all free fringe shows are men talking about being incontinent, but there are an awful lot of um, uh, of older performers there talking about getting old. That was sixty percent of, mm. of what I saw two years ago was incontinence monologues. Oh, they were good, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Sound of a wee coming out. And, uh, but yeah, there's lots of people there doing uh, free stuff this year. I mean, of course, Tara Flynn, she's uh, bringing her big noise show that she that, that uh, she did last year at the Gilded Balloon. Excellent, uh, and that's going to be on Free Fringe, which will be funny. And we'll of course be giving you a whole lot of details about that uh, nearer the time. Nearer the time. Nearer the time. And, and as far as I know, Michael Leg is doing his uh, one man show. Might be doing that with Free Fringe. I can't remember. So I won't plug it as free yet. Uh, as well as doing uh, the uh, Pointless Anger Righteous Ire show that they did last year, but this is part uh, Back in the Habit, it's called. Ah. Yeah, so that should be good. So, yeah, it's, it's it's all shaping up. 
and we'll try and keep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Keep bringing you little details about people doing things, and uh, particularly, I'm looking forward to being there for more than four. Well, twenty four <laughs> hours. I mean, it didn't even manage yeah. forty eight, did I? Yeah, it? and you disappeared when I went for a piss. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, last year, what was it? You, you, you came up the night before, didn't you? Which was our first night up there. So we were. Um, mm. I'm not very good with travelling. I I'd get very. Tired. You know, I tra- I've travelled up. Knew that I'd secured myself a lift back. Mm. Really, just to do the podcast. Yeah. So I came upon National Express, which was a bit tedious. Yeah. Um, thinking, oh, actually, at least I've got one night. I've got one mm. night in Edinburgh. And uh, the two people that I was staying with, <coughs> you and Andy, uh, travelled up the same day and were both knackered yeah. and didn't want to do anything. <laughs> so I ended up having an early night. Yeah, I'm sorry. An early night in Edinburgh on Andy's floor. I don't feel bad about that. And, and the worst thing was... Although, to be fair... I did keep him awake a lot by snoring, so I sort of got That's my own fine. back a tad. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, that, that was even cruel because I'd, I, I didn't realise you'd not got an airbed or anything with you, even though you obviously yeah. didn't. <laughs> so the fact is I had a big pile of blankets in my wardrobe I could have chucked into you and you could have had a nice <laughs> soft floor, but I got, didn't, didn't think about it. But yeah. Oh, it's fine telling me now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, woke, woke up, went, Weatherspoon's breakfast, mm. went to see uh, Robin and Michael, Yeah. went and recorded the podcast, fucked off. Yeah, that was it. I'd gone for a piece. It gone. Disappeared. Well, it wasn't as bad as the conversation I had with the Rick, the guy who I'd uh, got the lift down with. Yeah. Who was uh, telling me that uh, he'd spent the night. He meant to spend it in his van. Yes. Which is why I wasn't sleeping with him. But he said, no, 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 the, the guys I knew here, they had, they had a big house and they had loads of spare space. And I ended up to all hours drinking and talking uh, <sighs> about Doctor Who to these young ladies that were really interested in it. <laughs> Bastard. Fuck off. <laughs> didn't, didn't he know how to text? <laughs> Tom, Tom, you really like this. Do you want to come over? Yeah, I wouldn't have taken... He is a cunt. More, more than five seconds. He didn't want to share the girls, you see. He didn't want to share the ladies. No. Nope. didn't want somebody there who knew more about Doctor Who than him. He wanted all the ladies to himself. All the ladies. All the ladies that he loves. <laughs> <coughs> Don't know what that means. Yeah, so... Uh, no Doctor Who tonight, which is which is uh, tragedy. It would have been on by... No, anyway, wouldn't it? No, no, no. It's... Not quite, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't mind this nice break in, uh, in transmission. Yeah. No, not, not transmission. What am I... <laughs> Mid mid season, yeah, holiday, holiday. They're on yes. holiday. That's they're having a lot of holiday. Summer holidays, and uh, yeah. So uh, last night I decided to pretend that it was the nineteen nineties again. Ooh. And happily, the television uh, obliged. That was it. Ah, right. I decided to oblige because I, I watched a couple of episodes of Crime Traveler, uh, and then I switched uh, that off, and the television came on to an episode of Antis Bloomers from about nineteen ninety six. Oh, that's good. Uh, with te- old Tezza presenting it. <laughs> Yeah, they never really found anyone to replace him, did they? Well, yeah. they did, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah. The rest of them were dreadful, really. <laughs> at least I'm sure he's still getting some residuals from it or something. That'd be nice. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> crime traveller. <laughs> do, do you have anything I'd say about the fact that you've got crime traveller in your collection? Does <laughs> 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 it means you don't have a box set of bugs? No, no, that that we're just going too far. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that that used to really annoy me. Did bugs? Because nowadays I'm quite happy to ov- overlook the um, absurdities, um, oh sorry, absurdities, not absurdities, no such word as that, uh, of uh, technical things, I mean, things like spooks and things like that. Yeah. No, it's nonsense, a lot of it. Um, but back then I wasn't, I, I was really into, into technology and into, into gadgets and things. And the episode where they took, do you remember those cyan personal organisers you could get? 
I'm vaguely yeah. aware of them. Yeah, they were just, they Although, were... bear in mind, I never watched Bugs. So yeah. They, they, they couldn't link into anything. They couldn't link into um, Wi-Fi because it didn't exist. Mm. You could plug it into a computer. You could sort of sync between them, but you couldn't actually do anything with them. Well, they had one of those controlling a satellite. And I remember just sitting there as, as a sad geek. I was going, no, that could never happen. <laughs> That's just wrong. Uh, but yeah, it would happily watch a Bond film because uh, you know that that wasn't purporting to be real. <laughs> mm. Tragic, I know. Funny, I've I've um, just finished reading the new, uh, newly released James Bond novel, James Bond, written by one of my favourite authors. Oh, yes, Ian Rankin, isn't it? No. Oh. No, not at all. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Although Ian Rankin is one of my favourite authors. But... <laughs> I knew somebody was doing one. <laughs> well, you know, at least you had a stab. <laughs> No, Jeffrey Deaver is. Uh, is oh, that was it. Yes, I knew it was one of the two. <laughs> uh, so I was a bit tentative because I thought this, this is a, a genre that I really yeah. like and uh, an author I really like. Yeah, it could all go tits up, but it's it's fine. It's a good rattling yarn. Yeah, I heard good um, things. Right? But just one thing I, I I didn't like. It made me just shiver and cringe a tiny little bit. Is that he's got because um, it's it's set in the modern day. Yeah. So he's got himself a smartphone. Yes. And uh, it's obviously given to him by uh, Q Branch. Yes. So. Yes. What has it been nicknamed? The Q phone? It's an IQ phone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just had a little shiver Why when I read that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Look. That's just insane. But the rest of it's fine. So that's good, that's good, that's good. Yeah, I saw a, re- a review of it, and for some reason I've, I've obviously linked it in my head with, uh, oh, Jeffrey Diva, the other person I've ever heard of uh, talking about it is you. Um, and then also... <laughs> Uh, and the other person I'd really heard talking about in ranking was you. So I kind of, in my head, there was one or the other of them was uh, the writer of that book. Well, at, at least you had a stab. <laughs> Even though I was watching Ian Rankin's excellent documentary about uh, Edinburgh the other night. Hmm. It's not one of my faves, is that? That is not good. Yeah, it's uh, excellent. Um, wonder, wonder, wonder. Drunk people. Wonder, wonder. It's yeah. the pub where someone got killed. Yeah. Uh, strange story about it's little stuff. Little dolls in box in coffins found and. Uh, that's yeah, they're, they're all weird. He wrote them in one of his very good novels, which no, then no. ITV took and made it into a very, very shit drama. <laughs> which one was that? Was that the one with uh, Thingy Hannah in it, or was it the one with... Uh, uh, no, it's the Ken Stott ones. Oh, Ken Stott ones, yeah. Although they've, they've both been fairly... It's been really badly served by mm. by both productions. Yeah. Because they've just sort of taken the title and some of the stuff that happens in the novel and then just written their own script. Oh, well, yeah, that, that happens, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Whereas, you know, people people like um, <laughs> Bernard Conwell and mm. uh, Colin Dexter, yeah. really, you know, they, they had their careers reborn, or, or certainly boosted yes. hugely by, yeah. by uh, what IDU drama did for them. Oh, yeah. Because they stuck fairly well to the novel. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like this new uh, this new thing on BBC One, which I, I was actually, I quite enjoyed. It was called Case Histories, mm. and it's based upon a novel by a lady I can't remember her name and it's and the novels are set in Cambridge hmm. but they decided to set the television production in Edinburgh <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh, and the, and the um, Jason Isaacs plays the lead and he's uh, his character supposed to be from Yorkshire oh, so Scotland uh, the, hmm. the devolved government there giving tax breaks <laughs> I can only imagine that BBC Scotland gets something tight like, film crews yeah there. so um, so yes yeah, so he plays a Yorkshire a Yorkshire uh, former policeman who's moved up to be near his, his kid mm. and uh, and for the first I'd say hour of that drama I didn't hear a single Scottish voice <laughs> and I just assumed for, for a second that they must have just 
when they researched what it was what life like what life was like in Edinburgh, they just went up and during the uh, festival. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed you don't walk down the street with jugglers next to him all the time. Have you checked? The, you know, it's not just still set in Cambridge. They're just filming it in Edinburgh <laughs> and then hoping no one will notice. Yeah, could be. There's, yeah, there's buildings. Look at the Cambridge Castle. Isn't that gorgeous? <laughs> Yeah, you know, billiard table esque Cambridge is compared to Edinburgh. Are the the uh, the the worst thing was I switched it on for the first time. No, switch on. It just I was on the television. I switched over. There it was. And I heard a Yorkshire accent. He does a quite good Yorkshire accent. Does old Jason Isaacs? He might even be from there. I don't know. Um, (laughs) And I saw a kind of old stone house, and I thought it must be filmed around here. Uh, until they sort of kept and started running down the street, and then there was Edinburgh Castle. I went, "How the fuck did I mistake Edinburgh for Yorkshire?" I mean, Blackstone, yeah. I mean, that's about as much. It looks similar. <laughs> Bit of granite here and there. Yeah, well, the eighties are dumb. I've been catching up with stuff on iPlayer that I, that I said I would probably two weeks ago, and probably longer <laughs> yeah. than that. But I, I have been watching some of the most recent. Um, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, ah comedy off of the BBC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been catching up with um, Stuart Lee. Yep, that's been good, hasn't it? And, yeah. yeah. I've only got halfway through, but mm. still better than anything else I've seen this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... it's uh, till Mongrels comes out, I think we're going to be on a, a, a pretty much a fallow period for, for good comedy. But I do like the way that you just spend a good point, a good, a good part of it, mm. taking the piss out of the people... Oh yeah, who were the people who were saying how good the first series was? <laughs> yeah, it takes piss out of those people. Takes the piss out of his con- uh, liberal intelligentsia, highbrow, yeah. broadsheet media. Yeah. Takes the piss out of most of the new comedy uh, set, which I like. And uh, but yeah, he, he plays to his audience. He doesn't play to um, his peers, which I like. Mm. A lot of comedians that they they they're all in about uh, playing to their peers, but no, he's not interested in that. I don't think. Yeah. And a nice anti-McIntyre bit, which is never bad. <laughs> yeah, the, un- the McIntyre song. Because he can go fuck himself. Yeah. I don't think he's got a contract with BBC anymore either, so that's probably a good thing. I, d- I did figure out, well, uh, th- there's a very weird text that you sent me last night. about Did I um, send you a James text? Corden. And oh, yes. Yeah, a very strange Corden thing. In, in bed with Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. Which was strange, but I, then t- I was looking through the channels and, f- and came across it. Yeah. But, didn't uh, make it any less strange but <laughs> I just knew what you were rambling about it wasn't some hallucination that you got yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was having a drink and I, I had one of those uh, check the bottle moments if you've seen it on television it's uh, a promo for something I can't even remember what it's for and it's um, it starts off with uh, James Corden in bed talking I had the sound down so I don't know what he said oh, so I thought it was actually uh, um, introducing various acts on this um, channel for oh was that we- what it was weekend comedy ah, or something that, that, like that I thought it was on another channel I don't know so I uh, and then it, it pulls out doesn't it and he's in bed with Patrick Stewart who's got his grey beard and d- dressed in a sort of obviously off the peg <laughs> uh, <laughs> Star Trek uh, TNG uh, uniform and uh, and it was I went, what the fuck is that? But I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think those are off the peg. Uh, you know, the ones that you can send off for mail order. Yeah. The only thing that they could possibly have in their <laughs> spiel that would be true was yeah. guaranteed not to fit. Yeah. Have you ever seen any pictures of anyone wearing oh, yeah. a Trek uniform that wasn't made by 
whoever makes them. Was it Universal? Something like that. Something yeah, like yeah that. It's, it's Universal. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, they, they just they're terrible. Yeah, they're essentially three tubes, aren't they? At the tops, it's just <laughs> got some sort of foam tubing and then stuck two arms on the side of it. Yeah. At least people who dress like you know Doctor Who fans who get dressed up pretty much make the costume themselves. Yeah, these days. that's quite sweet. Really, There's a bit of an invention, innovation yeah. goes in there, but. Trekkies, lazy bastards. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I say, yeah, I do like Doctor Who fans. I think they're very strange. Some of them are very insane, and uh, the ones who dress up those, but I quite like it. But Trekkies, I just find them really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It's well, it's because we're better than them. Yeah, of course, of course. Natural. Although, the, granted that we are both Star Trek fans and Doctor Who fans, <laughs> happens to and Star Wars fans, so. Who's this chap, um, Brian Souter? I don't Sout, know. Souter, Souter. I mean, I know what he does. Apparently, he's he's, he's done something that's unpopular uh, with whoopsies, and um, yeah. that's as far as I know. I, I it's been a while. He's been given a knighthood. Yes, for services to yes. crap transport. Mm. Uh, but how does how do all these people know that that he's uh, a big homophobe? I don't know. I I I'm. How I've got a vague recollection of, the, of his name coming up a few years ago, but I can't remember what it was about. Damn it, I want to know. Yeah. Well, if you know, uh, contact us now. But yeah, uh, <laughs> there have been other, other nice people. Yeah. Because there's a campaign. This is how I came across this. I'd never heard of the guy before, mm. but suddenly I started getting tweets and retweets through from various people yeah. saying, we must campaign to stop this, get this decision reversed to give him an item. And I thought, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Surely, once it's been decided upon and they've said yes, I'll accept it. No. I don't think a Twitter campaign is going to do no. much. But if it could, then I mean, yeah. we should start one for Brucey because I think it would just piss off all those people <laughs> that have been campaigning for a decade <laughs> to get him knighted. I don't think he doesn't deserve yeah. a knighted. I think he does. Yeah. I just like annoying people more. It was very strange this morning. A lot of people were very angry at the idea that Bruce Forsyth, Bruce Forsyth is still working, um, and which, which I always thought found. Odd, really. I know he's getting a bit doddery and he can't remember his lines and he, he sometimes has trouble reading the autocue. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he should be. It should not be working. <laughs> a lot of people seem to do. Uh, they seem to be thinking he's taking somebody's job. I think. I mean, there's certainly people on television that mm. can do all those things you just mentioned more badly than he can. I mean, he's not too bad. Oh no, two words, Fern Cotton. Yeah, I mean, he does at least sort of entertain the people on the one programme he still does. Yeah, and uh, he's also entertaining the entire family, which uh, I know is a bad word these days in the world. I can't have a family programme. No. Got to appeal to a particular demographic. Can't just have a <laughs> scattergun approach and appeal to an entire fucking family. So your granny's going to like him and that's fine, you know. And uh, as, as things like Simply Come Sideways are, are, are aimed at the older end. Yeah. One of the few things that are. Yeah. That's why they get ratings. Don't have problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he was presenting Top Gear, actually that'd be quite good. Hmm. <laughs> Driving around. Well, it, w- it would if he had to go and, and do some serious speed around the track. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go around this track. Oh, I would tune in for that. Or oh, obviously I'd tune in two weeks after once they'd cleared it with his estate. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Look, ooh, it's Captain Quick over there. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, you know, he, he deserves one as much as anyone. He deserved a knighthood as much as Norman Wisdom deserved a knighthood. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people. I, I, I was going through um, this morning the the New Year's honours list. And I, I saw that Bernie Cribbins was on there. You do it again, it's New Year's. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've just sobered up, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, Bernard Cohen got something, didn't he? And yeah, and uh, there are a few other people. Yeah, as quick it is. The two of the goodies that already have them got, got oh, OBEs yeah. or something like that. So. Yeah, and Tim Brook Taylor, didn't he? I was going to get some more whiskey. Just so, was Tim Brook Taylor not, not covered by, by me saying the two of the goodies other than Bill Audio who hadn't already got one? How many goodies were there? <laughs> Stop talking into the whiskey bottle. But yeah... I mean, that must piss you off when you you know you have a, have a comedy series that runs for over a decade. You know, the ratings hit all the way through that decade. Sorry, it's still loved by by yeah. millions today. Mm. And and one of the three of you ends up getting it seven years early just because he looks at birds. That's got to piss yeah, him off a bit. Yeah, and and yeah, it's just stupid because Game Gardener, Game uh, Gardener, Game Garden. I, I, you see, I noticed I tried to break at the end of that, and it it didn't stop. <laughs> Yes, I did. Who <laughs> went Graham Garden? Uh, uh, t- two, two of course, comedy doctors, Graham Garden and Tony Gardner. Um, confusing, but yeah, he, he was a doctor, so he, he stopped people being dead. Well, for a bit, yeah. yeah well, you know, but he's still a doctor, and he, he, pre- he presented uh, body matters, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, I'm sure that saved a few lives. He did a lot. I mean, he could you know, have got a knighthood back in the eighties for services to panel shows. Yeah, bless him. God bless him. Have they ever had? Whereas Tim Brooke Taylor was in Me and My Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I, I'm sh- he must have been in something else since, probably, because a cameo somewhere along the line. But yeah. Uh, well, yes, he did a cameo in that um, medical thing, TLC, was it? Oh, God, yes, yes, of course he did. Which was very good. I used to enjoy that. What happened to it? Yeah, of course, it was good. It's so sitting on my girlfriend's DVD shelf. <laughs> she, she watches it every six months and yeah. points out to me how realistic it is. Oh, that's good. Well, she does say it is the, uh, yeah, the most realistic thing she's ever seen <laughs> written about the NHS. Ah, oh, that's it. That was uh, Alexander Armstrong. Uh, um, Shear Smith. Yeah. And uh, other people. Other folk. Other people. Uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed that. If you've never seen that, do get, look at it on uh, Amazon. It'd probably be really cheap. Mm. I, I guarantee you've got the three hours of mirth. Yes. So I'm sure <sighs> I used to watch it around your house. Possibly. When it, when it was on originally. Yeah, I've got a feeling it was one of those things that would be on a Friday mm. and I'd be colossally drunk while watching it. Yes. I, watching it again with your several years later, I said, <laughs> I said, I've never seen this in my life. And then there were bits <laughs> coming back to me, filtering through <laughs> the time. It's certainly the episode where who was uh, it must have been the first episode where we advised him to sort of get as much coffee as he could and just find coffee that's been like gold dust. You know. Oh, God, I was actually talking to Reese Shearsmith. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a real blast from the past the other day. I, I came across a recording I'd had of some old, uh, I think it was BBV recording oh, yeah. from the wilderness years of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so God, it must have been sort of mid nineties. Mm. A very young looking Reese Shearsmith. And this thing was written by Mark yeah. Gettys as well. <laughs> it was oh. um, one of the. Uh, oh, what do you call it? Because it had um, the uh, Liz Shaw character in it. Oh, right. Yes. I think. Didn't you give me a copy? Yeah, of that? I'm sure. I yeah, you yeah, did, yeah. And I just I thought, well, what shall I watch? <coughs> Randomly. Yes, select something. Mm. And yeah. Very bizarre. Yeah. But, yeah. Entertaining enough, but. Yeah, yes. You know, we're so young. <laughs> it's such nice at that time that it was just just people working for next to nothing, just yeah. trying to get something out, just just eked of who in a tiny tiny way. <laughs> yeah, I think I 
think, uh, yes, yeah, so I think they're both studying at Bretton Hall because I kind of, I'm sure I recognised at least one of the locations in that thing you gave me, <laughs> um, which is uh, near Wakefield. It's a, it's a sort of arts college, isn't it? A drama mm. school. I, I, and, uh, you know, I used to go to Bretton Hall. You know what I used to do there? I used to fix their computers and deliver paper. Blimey. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's something, isn't it? And I probably would would have been doing that while the whole League of Gentlemen people would have been there. So it's uh, uh, my claim to fame. Yeah. My only claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> I delivered paper to some place where other people were. Uh, I thought something else about the... Uh, what are they? Birthday honours, not New Year's honours. Yeah. Birthday honours. Um... Yeah, the cricket, the cricket um, captain, the current cricket captain, Andrew Strauss. Yeah. He's given, uh, I don't know whether it's an MB or a CB, because I, I can never remember the order that they go in. OB is the lowliest, isn't it? No, that, that's, that's uh, MB's the lowest. MB's lowest. Yeah. Well, perhaps yeah. they all got MB's. They're all, all the ones in 2005 that, yeah. that sort of got the ashes for the first time in yay, yay, yeah. yay years and all. Uh, they all got an MB. Yeah. Or something. And he got one then. Hmm. And for winning in Australia last year, which is like the next one on. Yeah. He got you know, a, a sort of bumped up uh, award yeah. this time. So if they do what they're trying to do this summer and eventually get, you know, what's the, the only goal left for them, which yeah. is to be the best test team in the world, hmm. then does he get another prize? Does he get the next one up in, I in think, line? I think he should do. What is it? I think it goes MB, CB, OB. Because um, yeah, the first one's a member, and so it's like being a member of a club. You, you know, you're allowed to go in there. Commander, you, you're nearly on the committee. <laughs> and, and OB, you're on the committee. You know, That's what the O stands for. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way of remembering it. But what is there above that? You're obviously United and, and a damehood oh. if, you're a, if you're a chick. Yeah, and then it's, then you've got Knight Commander and Knight of the Garter and all the other things. That I shouldn't know all these things, but I do. And you know why I, I, I even know some of these? Yes, Minister, yes, Prime Minister. I wanted uh, oh, to, to know what they were talking about, you see, so I remember looking up. Fair dude. Back in the 80s. I just assumed I got it. I love that series. Those two series. Well, or four series. I can't remember how many series of each there were. Uh, they did three of Yes Minister mm. and two Yes Prime Minister. Uh, yeah. Christmas special in the middle. Okay, they're on my on my on my uh, DVD shelf anyway. So yeah, along with some other rum stuff. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a nice selection of of odd things. It's uh, and in what I'll do is I'll, uh, I'll when, when this is finished and we've settled down uh, after getting the curry sorted out, mm. um, I'll show you um, an encounter with the paranormal, which is was a show I found on the Virgin Box. Oh God, was this the guy with the, the very sort of tragic looking? <laughs> yeah, there were lots and lots of them in that. Yeah, um, if if you've got a Virgin Media, look 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 for encounters with the paranormal. It's. It was made. Um, it looks. It, it says 2011 on it, as if it would be made this year. Mm. Um, but essentially, what these these guys had done is they they'd um, filmed a so-called haunting in the 80s, mm. and then kind of forgotten about it. And then apparently the ghost followed them home, <laughs> so they filmed some stuff in their own home. Well, that's handy. That's good. It was handy. It was handy that the the guy um, who lived there was still living there in the same house and had not done too much <laughs> redecorating. Because what they'd obviously <laughs> realised is they didn't have too, they didn't have a lot uh, of footage of the stuff that happened in the house. So they just decided to reshoot it. So the guy, one of the guys uh, shaved his beard off 
and did his hair like it was in the 80s and put a white t-shirt on. Christ. Uh, and then they reshot a lot of the stuff and it's just so fucking obvious. And they, they went into one room and it was slightly different. The, the typewriter had been moved into a different direction but it completely redecorated. Mm. Uh, and then they went into another room and said, right, look, I think the ghost went through here and then sort of panned the camera past a 40-inch LCD television. <laughs> Excellent. 1986. Yeah, so time-travelling people. Ah, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> so uh, so it's, it's not worth sitting through the entire hour and 20 minutes of it, but it's certainly worth looking at the edited highlights. <laughs> <laughs> edited shit bits. <laughs> but uh, yes, yes, go, go and get it. Get drunk, watch it. Have you ever, have you ever talked to someone that's claimed to see a ghost? Uh, yes, I have. Um, I've talked to a few people. Yeah. Um, they always, once you actually get the truth out of them, hmm. were particularly stressed and or drunk at the time. Yeah, that they saw said spirit. Yeah, that's always the case. I think. I mean, I, I as you know, I'm a big fan of the ghost story. Love a ghost story. Mm. Um, that doesn't mean I believe in ghosts. <laughs> I like a ghost story. I even read. I've even got books of ghost stories upstairs and all sorts of things. But yeah, that, there's a difference between liking a good frightening story hmm. that sort of plays on the sort of darker vestigial parts of the brain um or psyche uh, uh, and and actually believing that there are people floating around your house mm. which is frankly insane but i've got a copy of most haunted on my bookshelf somewhere you haven't which is i think i bought it years ago because i used to, I used to you, think you freaked me out with that <coughs> text because <laughs> i'd never i've never equated your, your woman what was in so haunt me Oh yes, I say most haunted, but it's so oh, haunting yeah. thing. The woman who died uh, last week. Oh yes, and I, uh, Miriam Carley. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I knew nothing <laughs> sorry. to dissuade me of, of, the, of the the opinion that, that you know what you said was true. Yeah, so, oh, sorry. oh, they're just going to make a new series. I thought, well, now how desperate the BBC <laughs> are and the shit that they're pumping out at the moment. So it wasn't yeah. beyond the realms of possibility. Yeah, the text I sent Tom was uh, Miriam Carlin signed up for a second series of So Hot Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, me, fair enough. Me what? assuming that everybody looks at the BBC site all the time, uh, and and don't of course, only me, and one other person. <laughs> yeah, news like that doesn't filter through to me that quickly. No, I mean it'd not even been on bloody Twitter that long. I think it was only after you sent me that that I started oh, yeah, getting other yeah. tweets through. So I have to, I have to watch Twitter because uh, do you remember the other week when I lost two hundred followers? Uh, I think I remember. I can't remember if I mentioned it in the podcast, but we did or you did. <coughs> I did personally. Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't have two hundred. <laughs> and uh, I finally got up to eight hundred followers, and I never got that high. It never, it never gets that high because people sort of just unfollow me quite quickly. Mm. I'm not that interesting a person really on Twitter. Um, so it's interesting that <laughs> we have different techniques. Yeah, <laughs> you lose followers because you, you like occasionally say things that people disagree with. Yeah. I, I don't get them because yeah. I hardly say anything at all. <laughs> And I, I tweeted, it was the, do you remember the, the, the day that the lady had her head cut off in Tenerife? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I decided to make a, a shit joke about two hours after that news broke, <laughs> which is probably too soon, I think the word too soon, was crying in my head, but I, I thought it was, it amused me to the joke, so I decided to make it. It was just a shit joke. And the joke was, I'm planning a holiday to Tenerife in October, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> Not funny. But at the moment in time, it was funny to me, so I put it up there. It's barely a joke. I could almost hear the whirring of the counter as the people were disappearing. 
So, uh, yeah. So you... well, well, these people are so touchy. They, they can't all have been related to her, for Christ's sake. Yeah, and I don't know why people follow me. If they, grip, if, people. If they don't want to hear swearing and off-colour humour. Shit jokes. Yeah. Not even good jokes, you know. If it had been a good joke, they might have stayed, perhaps, you know. The thing I liked about that was uh, <laughs> the way they had to hedge their bets. They were talking about the, the chap who they thought had done it. Oh, yeah. And kept saying how he allegedly decapitated this woman. Yes. But I never, there's something wrong with my understanding of English, because I never had it as them <laughs> saying that he'd allegedly done it. Yeah. I, I used to, every time I heard it, I think, well, it's either cut off or it's not. Why <laughs> just, Why are they being so pussyfooty about it? <laughs> just flapping around. Partially, partially decapitated. Yeah. But it, it was a very strange and horrific thing to happen, but... I, for some reason, because of the extremity, the extremity, uh, because of the extreme nature of that, and because it's so horrific mm. and so horrible, that my brain just wants to laugh at it, mm. and uh, I can't help that. <laughs> it's, you know, I've laughed at funerals in the past. Ah, oh, with you. Mm. Although I've never laughed at a funeral. Oh. I've laughed at some weddings. Oh yeah. And, and not yeah. when I was meant to. <laughs> yeah. This but I might have said it before, I, there's something about weddings that sends me cold, whereas funerals are usually all right. Mm. Funerals, certainly the kind of funerals I go to, Yeah, it's pretty much, you know, he was a good guy, let's have some beers and remember him. Yeah, and yeah. Lad, yeah. Whereas weddings, are, they're always so horrible and staged. and Well, certainly these days, mm. people are oh, yeah, we've got to have this and we've got to have that, and it's all going to be done in this order. Fuck, why? Yeah, I hate that. I hate, I hate the just <clears throat> horrible bowing to convention of weddings. It's yes. fucking boring. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did like my sister's wedding. I think that was nice because it was, it was the first wedding I've ever been to where th- the the child of the couple is a witness. Yeah. And I rather right. liked that. And, uh, I thought it was quite sweet. And uh, in fact, I think she had two kids. Oh, no, no, no. It's the, 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 uh, Emily didn't turn up until after the wedding. But yeah, she was the only. Uh, the born, bonding wedlock was, was Emily. My God. Good Lord. <laughs> but. Uh, but no, that was uh, that was a lovely wedding, it's, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And and she didn't mind me getting pissed all afternoon, which I, you know a lot of people go at weddings. They don't like that. They they, they say, "Oh God, Martin's here just to get pissed again." You know, uh, that's what he's going to do. But that was fun. So yeah, but there have been weddings that have been very very. I went to the evening dinner for that, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, that was weird. We've been. I mean, the only well, I'm drinking beer all afternoon, which is nice. Um, the only beer they had on I think they had a Timmy Taylor's on but I think it was Golden Best or something like that yeah all I remember at the end of that was, mm. or actually no, I remember the end of it inside yeah. yeah dancing around like with a guy on my back yeah for some reason yeah uh, I don't know even how I managed to stay upright yeah I think the great thing that because um, and then some colo- afterwards when we were all outside waiting for the taxi yeah. some colossal scratter <laughs> fight was going on yes some chav pagger yeah. and that was that was fun yeah. Are you going to cut that bit? <laughs> no, I'm keep, keep it in there. We, we didn't say that it was any relation to the wedding. It was just happened to be yep, yep. two people having beating each other up outside. Um, oh, yes, and I was very thankful for the invite. <laughs> oh, we had it. We had, uh, so it was an interesting, interesting afternoon, and I got, I got very The thing I really don't like about weddings yeah. is that there are shit speeches, and you can't heckle. It's bad form, apparently. As I found yeah. out, yeah, well, to heckle, because anyone who's standing up in a <laughs> in front of a room of people 
personally, I, I think it's the same as it would be you know, at any comedy club. If oh, yeah. shit, you should be able to say so. Say something funny. Because yeah. they're always meant to be funny. Yeah. You know, you, you at least give the, the father and the bride a minute's grace where he can sort of mumble <laughs> through all the people he has to thank. Yes, but yes. after that, I just want gags. And yeah. I want them well written and well delivered. Yeah, and then they're looking at the fucking internet and, and downloading them all from the same sites. You know, I reckon if you went to most internet sites, you could just, just do a printout and then just shout the punchlines out before the uh, father does it. So can I go? And of course, my daughter here was had a penis inside her. Oh, yeah, right, thank you. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like train spotting. Just take, take the wind out of the sails. But yeah, most people are either wanting to eat or drink, to be quite honest, at weddings. And uh, the entire thing itself, uh, you know, it it might not as well be there. I mean, personally, I've often thought about uh, having a wedding part of myself. So I'm never going to get married. uh, Married. Married. I'm not going to get married. Um, It's a whiskey. I think it get posh for some reason. I'm never going to get married. A marriage. Uh, God, I certainly wouldn't get gay married either. <laughs> I wouldn't get gay married or straight married or or, 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 or bi-married or whatever the fuck it is. I just don't see the point. Um, I can't imagine that, people. Somebody in your house all the time. God. You know, I want to have a wank on the sofa. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, just because you get married or someone doesn't mean you have to live together. Well, that's true, actually. I, I hope. Yeah, I think that should be a good thing. I'm not going to put it to the test anytime soon, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just holding out for this yeah. possibility. God, I, I mean, I don't even have relationships with people because the idea of them being there in the morning, it's very annoying. Gurning face, bad breath. Jesus, mm. depressing. But yes. Yeah, so I think <coughs> your problem is the way that you just hate most of the people. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm not really fond of the human race. Yeah. You know. Um, some people are just like that. Yeah. If it... Put it this way, if I'm talking to you and obviously like you enough to drink with you, you're a friend. That's, that's as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you're a mate. Um, and if, if I don't talk to you ever, then, then you're probably, you know, not. And that goes for relatives as well as yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Okay. I think so. I'm, not, I'm not very fond of a lot of the human race. Especially the ones in Halifax Town Centre with... Their untucked shirts and shaved heads and dreadful manners. <laughs> uh, dreadful manners, I love it. <laughs> Man alive. I think most of the people I see in Halifax Town Centre, I wouldn't go near enough to to find out what their manners were like. You've obviously encountered far yeah. more of them than I have. Well, there was a bizarre evening in Solby Bridge, of all places. <laughs> of all places. Hello. Uh, we're at the uh, Tamagotchi restaurant, which is yeah. uh, a Mongolian barbecue. Mm. I'm not sure Mongolia exists anymore, but if it ever did... Mongolian that's... barbecue with little buttons that you can press. Yeah, yes. When you need more food. Yeah. And so we uh, we went for a... I went out there with work. As, as, as you do when you when you work in an office, sometimes you've got to go out and 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 uh, sometimes there is no escaping. Yes, yeah, so and eat with the people you work with. And uh, but there was a table next to ours, which had I think it was some sort of round table do. And every man on the table looked the same. They all were wearing um, I would say sort of whitish shirts, mm. some with checks on, but they're all untucked. They're wearing jeans and incredibly colourful training shoes. Hmm. Uh, they all had uh, no hair. 
and all the shirts were sort of unbuttoned just slightly too far. I mean, I, I will. That annoys me. I will go for a two, a two unbuttonings if I'm wearing my jacket, shirt, and it's tucked into my jeans. I'll, I will go for the second button in, in a hot weather. Yeah, and that is that is the limit. That's it. And I never go any further than that. Uh, and and all these sh- these shirts had uh, had cufflinks, so they obviously pro- might have been quite nice shirts if they've been done properly. And they were all the same. Every single man around that table was dressed alike, and all of them um, spoke the same. And to be quite honest, it could have been the uh, the sex duplet um, out outing or something, from what I can see. <laughs> mm. So yeah, and that's a lot of people in this town are very much like that. Yeah. And I would imagine quite a lot of people all over the country are like that. So why don't they just find found their own state? Oh, no. The state of baldy untuckness. You just put me in mind actually of a, a term, but a term mm. that I dislike, but I dislike because no one else seems to interpret it the same mm. as me. Because um, you know, you, you think, how am I going to dress for this? Yeah. Uh, shall I dress smart? Shall I dress smart casual? Yes. Yeah. Now, to me, smart is yes. like you know, uh, perhaps a suit, but certainly you know, a jacket, maybe yes. a tie, yes. shirt, collar, yeah. shoes. Mm. In my head, smart casual is the same, only without the tie and with the top button under. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. Yeah. And I've I've come across a lot of people over the years that disagree with me, and I tend to end up <laughs> shouting at them. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, casual is um, maybe a pair of jeans, a jacket, and a shirt. Yeah. You might get away with a t-shirt. But these days, for most people, their mm. interpretation of casual or smart casual is what I'd call scruffy. Yes, yes. And it's just not right. No, I'm not particularly well dressed at the moment because I've been sat home on my ass on the computer all day. But yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you wear blue jeans. That's just weird. Yeah, well, I, I I did used to wear black jeans all the time, and then I, I switched to blue jeans. That's another exciting fact from the Gentleman's Review. Yeah, hope you were out having a cup of tea at that moment. I only like black jeans because they can, from a distance, be mistaken for trousers. <laughs> Those blue jeans can't. I I do still have uh, three pairs of black jeans. I just can't get into them anymore. Oh God, yeah. It's like it goes. Everything shrinks. I saw I saw a. I'm going to say I saw a picture of myself last night. <laughs> I didn't see a picture of myself. Was I it s- the mirror? I saw myself yes, yeah. in the mirror. Yes, and yeah. it, it was like Made that mistake before, haven't you? But yeah, it was. It was like looking in into a picture from a horrible distant future, where I just saw this beardy man with more than one chin looking back at me. Yeah, there's, there's a bit in um, the second Stephen Fry autobiography where he's talking <laughs> about sort of looking at himself and just seeing this horrible bulbous person. <laughs> Very, very well written, and I just think of that every single time I see myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it now, actually. But I, I, I've been reading it since Christmas. So it's my it's, it's my lavatory read at the moment. Yeah, well, I, I was, so just before Christmas, I was saying to a girlfriend, "Oh, yes, I was um, just been listening to the. Uh, I downloaded Stephen Fry's autobiography, um, and I'm about two thirds way through. And it was <laughs> a very, very entertaining. Yeah, audio book. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Oh right, that's one of your Christmas presents that. It was a nice thought. Oh, um. oh dear me! But yeah, that that's it. that is. Uh, if if you've not got this, it's the Fry Chronicles, isn't it? Yeah. Is uh, the second autobiography. The first one was quite short and to the point, wasn't it? It was, it was mm. basically giving you the facts and, and uh, an interesting sort of storyline uh, of his life, which is a storyline, I suppose. I suppose the plot's a bit thin, though. Um, and, but the second one, he just. He's decided, I'm famous enough, I can do what the fuck I want. This, <laughs> this could be a book 
uh, a quarter of an inch thick. But no, I'm just going to waffle on. And he does for, for periods of it. He's just kind of he's incredibly self-indulgent. But he also introduces that self-indulgence in the first paragraph, I think. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, well, I, I, I bet when it came to the yeah. like, start of the recording for the audiobook, he did start to regret it just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, oh, it's Harry Christ. Potter all over again. Bah! Harry Potter all over again. That's how he speaks. Oh, that reminds me. Bah. Oh, yes, yes. We've, we've, uh, we asked uh, on Twitter... I'm just trying to find my phone, which I'd, I had in my hand five seconds ago. Oh, it's over there. Um, uh, West people... Uh, who we should try and impersonate, because you, you you know you, you might like our impressions on this uh, particular show. That we we do. I'll go I'll go to Twitter now. Uh, I should have done this and really set it up to begin with. Shake it. Do you ever at the moment uh, those of you with iPhones and smartphones where it doesn't turn to the right angle? Right. So um, should we just take them one at a time? Yes. Yes. Let's. Uh right. Well, you'll have more than me, so I'll. Uh... So I've, the first one is Mr. David Tennant. David Tennant. Yeah. Excellent. Do you want to do David Tennant or? Do you, in his sort of whiny, whiny Scottish voice. Yeah, do that. Oh, oh! I'm so upset by these uh, babies in Africa. It's all like emotional and stuff. That, that that's excellent. I thought that was good. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Okay. That was good. Uh, the second one is Jesus. So, um, Lachem, Shalom. What did, what did he speak? Was it Aramaic or something bizarre? Probably. I'm, I'm just I just think of Jesus as uh, having the same voice as our mate Rick. <laughs> really? And I mean, basically, yeah. uh, the same philosophy as he used to have when he uh, ran a bar. Yeah. And the people used to start fighting whilst playing dominoes. <laughs> uh, so he'd shout at them. Uh, play nice or fuck off. Yeah, and I, I think that's uh, you know Christianity I th- I think that in a be nutshell. That, w- that was what uh, Jesus should sound like. Okay, I'll try again. Play nice or fuck off. That <laughs> <laughs> was Marion. <laughs> I've I've I have a limited uh, range, <laughs> and my my range is pretty much exactly the same as Dan Tetzel's. Uh. Huh. Um, run the next one. Michael Leg. Do you want to do Michael Leg or shall I? You do, Michael. Oh, Jesus. Um, how would I do Michael? Let me think. I, 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 I don't want to think about <laughs> how you want to Try an impersonation. There might be another voice in this impersonation, but um, uh, if I can get it right, um, it, 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 should, it should, should just about work where you thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Don't... Because if the general consensus is Germany, then we're not as stupid as we look. Yeah, yeah. How was that? Was that all right? That was okay, yeah. Does that sound like Michael? Yeah, it sounded a bit camper than, than Michael usually is. But. Uh, so the next one is uh, Professor Stephen Hawking having a conversation with Kylie. So do you want to take Hawkins or, or Kylie? I either. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll do Hawkins then. You're going to say you start us off, I'll try and guess which one you do. <laughs> Hello, Kylie. Can I? Can I stick my penis up you? Eh, I don't know. My penis has broken. That's rank. Bye. See ya. Okay, that's all out of the way. 
Uh, sorry, I should say who's been saying these. Uh, the first person who, who, who the person who requested David Tennant was Howley T or Misha. Uh, the person who requested Jesus was William Tennant. Uh, the person who uh, requested Michael Legg was Nicola Woolhouse. Uh, and uh, Dave Tuppence. Great name. Um, said <laughs> that he wanted Professor Stephen Hawkins having a conversation with Kylie. So the next person uh, from Matt of Kilburnia is Duncan Goodhue. What? Yeah, Duncan Goodhue. Um, where did he come from? Give me an idea. I think he was from the south. South of where? Of England. So he's to the south of England? Yeah, bolder guy from the south of England. So Normandy. Well, I, I, he'd probably stand a southeast accent. You know, this, this. I don't, I, I, this is a guy who I don't think I've ever heard speak <laughs> for over a decade and a half. I, I could probably, I could probably imagine him. Let me think. Do you, do you want me to try? Hello, I'm Duncan Goodyear. Well, see, I have no idea whether that's good or not. No, neither do I. Yeah, might. There might. No, that, that could be fantastic. Of course, Colonel Hitch has done a very funny one here. Oh, <laughs> Marcel Marceau. That was great. That was probably the best one ever. Yeah, but everyone knows that's my good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Rennan, uh, Mr. Rennan, um, has um, gone on a similar tr route through the journey of thought uh, that Colonel Hitch has. And he suggested Buster Keaton. Oh, I can do a Buster Keaton because I've heard him speak. Do you want a piano soundtrack? Hello, I'm Buster Keaton. And if you, if you want to see Buster Keaton speaking, you can actually see him in uh, the f uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Ooh. He's in that. There's a number of other things in the seventies before he uh, went and died. Oh, he didn't die, did yeah, he? Yeah. He died. He died. Fucking splitter. Um, and uh, the final one, of course, is um, Bruce Forsyth from uh, Misha. Of course. Should we just both do a Bruce thing? Yeah. Uh, self-indulgence, oh, no. self-indulgence, self-indulgence is our middle name. <laughs> we know what. I think we've uh, we've we've got a bit more whiskey to drink, but I think we're pretty much done for this week. Yep. So from all of us here, which means me and Tom, and uh, congratulations to Andy for getting married again. Yeah. Fifth time, isn't it? Fifth, fifth, no, sixth, sixth. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so. It's, Bye bye. That was a gentleman review podcast presented by Martin Wolfenden, Tom Stringfellow. It was produced by the legs of Lady Macbeth. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com.